This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by AgentYouTube.com. Would you like more leads that find you instead of you finding them? Let the YouTube agents show you how. The YouTube agents started making videos with no sphere of influence. This year, they're on pace to close more than 100 sales all from leads generated on YouTube. They put a step-by-step -step video program to show you exactly what to do and what not to do to become a YouTube real estate superstar. Visit agentyoutube.com to learn more and sign up today. That's agentyoutube.com. And now, onto the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your host and guide through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with Jordan Pyle of Keller Williams. Uh, before we get to Jordan, just a couple of quick announcements for everyone who is listening to this episode. We say thank you. Thanks for continuing to support our show, to tell a friend, and also to follow us on Facebook. So tell a friend if you know any other realtors that could benefit from listening to interviews like the one you're about to hear with Jordan, send them over to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com. They can stream every episode we've ever done and also subscribe via their podcast app right on the site. Also, please follow us on Facebook. You can reach us at facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Every single day we post an article that we find online that is written specifically to help you grow your business. And all, of course, we post links to every one of our episodes. And if you want to watch these episodes versus listening to them, you can watch them being live, rec sorry, recorded live uh, in real time right on Facebook. So what we do is we record them now with video and we stream them live on that Facebook page. So watch it there. So this way you don't have to wait a couple weeks for us to finish producing it and making it an audio episode. So again, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now onto our interview with Jordan Pyle. Okay, today on the show, we have Jordan Pyle from Keller Williams. Uh, Jordan is the founder of Pyle Residential with Keller Williams in Chicago, Lincoln Park. Uh, over the last six years, Jordan has built a robust real estate business and network through hard work, authenticity, and trust. Uh, Jordan believes that success in anything is 90% dependent on your mindset and 10% on the actions you take on a day-to-day -day basis. Jordan is the current chair for the Chicago Association of Realtors Young Professionals Network. He's also the founder and president of the Keller Williams Young Professionals Chicago chapter. He is a 2019 top producer and in the last few days was just recently named in the National Association of Realtors 30 under 30. It's a very, very big deal. Um, Jordan is passionate about leading by example and empowering and supporting others in achieving a limitless life. Please follow Jordan on Instagram. You can find him at jordan.pyle, that's P-Y-L-E. Um, and, uh, and also you can find him on his website, pileresidential.com. Uh, Jordan, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much, DJ. I'm glad to be here. Hope everyone is uh, taking care of themselves out there. 
Yeah, I was telling Jordan before we started, I'm like, I'm not feeling 100%. So uh, I may disappear for a few weeks from yeah. these, but no, I think I'm okay. But yeah, I, I agree. We, I, am, I am in our office in Chicago. We're supposed to really be home, but I'm considered an essential person. So I get to come <laughs> to work. Um, there's usually 10 of us here and it is regulated to just me and the owner and we stay we stay far away from each other. We have to yell to each other to say hello, but um, I get to, yeah. I get to do the podcast. So uh, that's, but I think as soon as we're done, I'm going to, going to get home. Um, there's police now patrolling the streets. And so I get a little nervous even driving home. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Um, but <laughs> anyway, we're here, we're here to talk about you, not me. Um, and Jordan is, is just a wonderful guy. Um, he's a re really somebody that I admire a lot and I'm so excited that you're on the show. Um, he, he just, he's a part of a lot, uh, of, of, um, uh, you know, he does, he just does a lot with the industry. He stays active, involved, and he gives back. Um, but Jordan, let, let's start at the very beginning. Cause I'd really love our listeners to know, you know, you've been in business for six years now, but how, how did you get into real estate? Why did you get into real estate? Yeah. Well, first off. Uh, grateful to be here. I've been watching this show. I, I, I know I've told you that before in the past, this podcast, and this is one of the best things you can do is just be a sponge to the industry. Um, you know, listen to other agents, figure out what they're doing, collaborate. Um, so to actually be on the show today is, is super cool. Um, but yeah, to kind of rewind the tapes to, to your question is, you know, I got in it. Yeah, this, this would be year seven. Uh, so got in it right out of college. One of those crazy people that got you know, moved here without a job, um, 24 or what would be about mid 2013 going into 2014, got my license, you know, had a network here of five to seven people, you know, no, <laughs> yeah, no knowledge of the city, you know, no, no knowledge of how to sell real estate. And, you know, slowly but surely over time, I kind of had put pieces together. Um, I was just naturally attracted to it from my real estate agent that found me my first rental. And at the time I was in the job market. And I kind of asked them, I was like, this is cool what you do. Like you help, you just drive people around, you help them look at spots and then you get paid if they decide to live somewhere. He's like, yeah, man, like jump in, like go get your license. You know, I got a spot for you. And, you know, I was given a lot of the wrong advice up front. I'll tell you that, you know, a lot of <laughs> false hope. Um, and, and sure. how awesome it's super easy. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely was pitched that and I knew nothing better at, you know, age 22, age 23. And yeah. Um, long story short is, got in it, um, stumbled my way through. I'm not that instant success story by any means. And I'm just now scratching the surface, but it took me some time to find the right environment, to find the right way to do things, accountability. Um, and now today, like I said, we're, we're year seven and dealing with something that we haven't seen before with the whole coronavirus. But, sure. uh, you know, there's a lot of good, I think that's also going to come out of this. So we can kind of dive into that, you know, today on the show. Yeah, thank you. And and that's interesting. So I, I'm always so impressed with bro realtors. See, I can't say brokers because in Illinois, we call them brokers and in nowhere else, they call them, they just call them agents or realtors. So we're just going to say realtors to not confuse. I get lots of email from the audience going, why do you say the word broker? And I'm like, oh, it's an Illinois thing. Uh, but but anyway, well, you became a realtor very early uh, in, you know, in your early 20s. And you said, you know, I, I knew five to seven people. Uh, I'm guessing those people were probably in, around the same age as you and probably not buying homes. Most of my friends of that age were not. Um, so how did you, if, if we can rewind just to talk about, cause we have a lot of people that who listen, who are newly licensed or are younger or who just don't have that sphere of influence. Um, and they're like, what do I do? Um, can you talk about what you did to survive? Cause this, this is a very difficult thing to do, especially as early as you did it. 
Yeah. Well, I think, you know, like a lot of um, brokers or <laughs> agents that get into the business, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a progression from rentals to, you know, maybe buyers and then maybe from buyers to sellers and, and some combination of that. And sure. I was, no, I was no different in that um, except for I just had nothing. Right. So I, a lot of people are like, when I was asking around, what do I do? They're like, call through your database. And I'm like, well, I don't have one of those. Right. <laughs> so two things came from that. You know, it, it made me look other places, put myself in uncomfortable situations, network, tell every single person that I knew or that I came in contact with that I was in the real estate business and that I was willing to work hard to earn their business and their trust and their confidence. You know, I was definitely the honest one where, you know, there was a little bit of fake it till you make it there. But at the same time, I was like, I understand I'm inexperienced, but I'm going to work harder than the next guy to make sure that, you know, whatever it is that you're looking to do, I can support you in that. Um, so I think that's something that helped me kind of get the ball rolling. Um, and then the other part of that is like, I didn't have a database and everyone was talking about it. So I just put all my focus into meeting new people, yeah. putting them into a database and then finding a way to stay in systematic touch with them. Um, yeah, it's nothing different than you hear from anyone else. Well, but it's good. It's really important to hear it because it, they say repetition is the mother of skill. And um, it, it is, you know, I was, uh, I, Brian Buffini, who every probably buddy who listens knows he has a, you know, very successful training and coaching uh, system and program and probably the, the biggest in, in the entire industry. And he always says how you win the day. And, and, and he has about five ways that you win the day. One of which is, did you meet two to five people today? And it's such a simple and basic uh, thing to to go, oh, yeah, 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 I'm supposed to do that. But to actually do it is remarkably difficult. But if you can actually meet just two people five days a week, that's 10 a week, 40 a month, 480 a year, within a couple of years, you will have so many people in your database and some of those people will will use you. But it is, um, it, you're, I'm so, so glad you mentioned meeting people because um, we've interviewed other people on the show and, and that seems to be a very consistent thing is even as you continue to build your business and even as you get to where you're working mostly referral, it's still meet, meet, meet people, add them to the database, stay in touch. So, Right. And I think, I think back then it was, for me, it was just more about as many people as possible. You know, you yeah. get to a certain point where you have to start becoming a lot more intentional about where you yeah. spend your time, who you spend your time with. Um, but then it was just a matter of um, getting out there, you know, showing people that I was going to show up every single day. Um, I think yeah. that's a big thing is like just having staying power and whether you're busy doing deals or not, like every single day I showed up every single day, I made progress every single day. I asked questions um, and really just studied, you know, I'm a very um, pretty analytical and kind of strategic in how I move around. So I would get on a subject, something that came up during that day that I didn't know, or something that put me in an uncomfortable position. And that whole night I'd go back and figure out how to, how to respond to that better the next time, you know, so I'd really dive in and, or reach out to some mentors and say, Hey, this came up in conversation today. Like, how would you go about responding to this? So little by little, every single day, it just was the compound effect, which is sitting on my shelf right above me here, the compound effect by uh, Darren Hardy. Great book. Um, yeah. It's gradually then suddenly, you know, it took six years to see now to the point of a, a database that generates $10 million, you know, plus in, in business every year. So playing the long game is, is important. And I kind of had that mindset going in. Yeah. And I imagine even today, you know, the daily disciplines and, and behaviors that, that you, you know, ideally would do um, to be able to then get you to where you want to be. I, I, uh, I've interviewed people even from your Keller Williams office. I've had a bunch of them on the show and a lot of them uh, will talk about just 
keeping your head focused on those daily disciplines and, and understanding that, that that's really fundamentals win the game. Right. So, um, Definitely. I appreciate you uh, talking about that. I, I do want to um, also, I know giving back's really important. You're really involved in the local association, also yeah. involved in your company as well. Um, and, and can you talk about why you got involved and what that's meant for you? And, and maybe just for our listeners who, who aren't maybe yet involved um, and maybe why they should consider it as well. Yeah, man, it's, it's definitely something I'm super passionate about. Everybody that knows me knows I'm, you know, young professionals is kind of my world. It's my jam, right? So what you're referencing is, is um, I stepped up to join the leadership or, you know, the advisory board for the Chicago Association of Realtors, Young Professional Network. Um, what would it be? I guess two years ago now. Um, you know, I have some mentors, as I mentioned in my life, and, you know, a good one by the name of Tommy Choi was you know, he's <laughs> someone that has really pushed me. He's put me, you know, again, outside of my comfort zone. But at the same time, he's been kind of that guiding hand in my leadership journey to say, hey, just go do it. You're going to figure it out. You're going to be, you're going to get better because of it. And um, so he was kind of the initial spark that was like, you might as well try it get to know these people. Because originally I was like, why would I want to go network and sit on a board with all these other real estate agents? And at the that's time, not going to help me build my business. How? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So at the time I definitely had a scarcity mindset. Um, and then he helped me and a lot of other people and specifically Keller Williams just helped me create an abundance mindset. And um, so once I got in it, I kind of realized that I liked stepping up and, and having a voice, having a platform to affect change, you know, for, you know, for the good. Um, so once I got in, I spent one year as a, as a board member. Um, and then I was asked to basically step up as the vice chair, my second, second year on the board, which was last year. And then now I've naturally transitioned into the chair and, you know, I'm blessed to be able to lead 14 other Chicago real estate individuals. And we're all about education, collaboration, and camaraderie to just bring up our industry as a whole. You know, I love the quote that iron sharpens iron and a high tide rises all ships. Yeah. Um, so really for me to kind of be on the front lines, especially at, in, in a space where we're entering this disruptive time, take coronavirus out of it. We were in this very disruptive time of the real estate industry. And I want to be the guy that's on the front lines fighting, that's, that's leading by example. And that's also creating that ripple effect again to, to bring up the industry as a whole. So that's kind yeah. of why I'm passionate about it. I'm, yeah, I'm glad that you, I'm glad, thank you for that. And I'm glad that to hear your thoughts because I think uh, it's one of those things that we, we often, uh, especially people who are busy, um, they have families, they have other responsibilities, they're trying to build their business. And now there's this other opportunity to, to give back and it doesn't really fit into the business plan of, no, I need to like find more clients. Um, and, and the irony is exactly what Tommy, who, by the way, uh, for those of you not from Chicago, Tommy was the uh, president of the Associ Chicago Association of Realtors um, just recently. Uh, he's somebody who is a good part of his life is all about giving back and, and yeah. Jordan is very similar. But the, the, uh, the, the irony is by doing that, it actually expands your life. You actually end up getting so much more than you give, whether it's financial or whether it's just in, 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 in your own pride or, or confidence or, or just feeling better as a human being. Um, I, I feel the same way. I'm involved in, in several charities and I'm on some boards as well. And I, I, I was just interviewed uh, by a college student um, who wanted to ask me about business and whatever. She goes, well, what's one thing you wish you would have learned um, much younger? And I said, the only thing was, is I wish I would have started volunteering like 20 years ago yeah. um, because yeah. my life would be even richer now. Um, forget about financial success. I would just be a happier person. And, yeah. and Jordan, <laughs> Jordan's about, yeah, go ahead. It's the, you know, it's the stuff that's fulfilling. And that's ultimately why I jumped into this. Yeah. 
I like to refer to it as leadership, you know, involvement, giving back, all that kind of group together, whether that be yeah. young professionals or I give back to um, Alzheimer's Association and, yeah. and things like that. But it's, it's the stuff that I realized I was working in the business and I was creating a successful business, helping clients get from where they wanted to be to where they wanted to go uh, or where they were to where they wanted to go. And, um, but I realized I was missing the side of it that was like I'm actually making like a deep impact on my community yeah. to serve. Um, and, and I looked at, you know, obviously the conventional ways of doing it within your niche of your neighborhood or your sure. specific area you live in. But, you know, the one thing I realized in, in harness was I didn't have what I wish I would have had when I first started in the industry, which is that guidance, which is that what I like to call a growth environment or a community of other people that are like-minded that are also in this abundance mindset, trying to help each other get better. Um, so if I can shorten that learning curve for people, you know, we talk about it all the time that real estate's an industry that, you know, 95% of people that get in the business within a year, they're out of the business, whatever the, the crazy right. stat is. So for me to, to have learned the hard way, um, to kind of failed and pick myself back up and done that over and over, I, I learned a lot quicker and I want to save other people that time, that money, that energy to ultimately make them successful more, you know, faster. Yes, uh, I couldn't agree more. And for everyone who's listening, because we have listeners from all over the country, uh, Jordan is the chair of what's called the Young Professional Network here in the city of Chicago. And of course, we have listeners from all over. So if as you, everyone listening is probably a member of their local association, give them a call and see if, the, if they have a Young Professional Network chapter. If not, you know, consider creating one, but they probably have one. And it's, uh, it's a wonderful organization and it, you don't have to be necessarily young to be involved, uh, but it's just a place to, to learn from other realtors and support each other and, and also to affect change at, at, a, at a larger level as well to affect policy change. Um, DJ, so I'd add to that if you don't mind is- Go ahead. And it's, even though me volunteering in these positions, doesn't directly pay me. Like we were talking about that a little bit before this, sure. some of the things that you do in your life that pay you, some of them that don't, um, but a lot of it's the passion. Um, yeah. But it it's, it's, goes back to the infinite game or Simon Sinek's new book, which is all about the long game, right? Yeah. You know, now two to three years into my leadership journey and my you know, sitting on these boards and stepping in these leadership positions, now a third of my business, literally 33% or more, might even be closer to 40, is agent to agent referrals. Um, and yes, that's, that comes because I've, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Not only through um, the local association and how that's all interweaved within all the other local associations around the country, but Keller Williams, also I mentioned I'm the founder and president of the Keller Williams Young Professional Chicago chapter. So I know people, multiple people in almost every city around the country because of these involvements. So now when anyone knows anyone either moving to or from Chicago, if they have to sell their home to leave Chicago or they need to buy one moving to Chicago, typically I'm the guy they think of because I'm the most present in these different organizations that I'm a part of. Isn't, isn't that interesting? And I'm sure you never thought that that was going to happen. And that's not the reason why you got involved, but no. isn't that an amazing, just uh, wonderful thing to have come out of it? Not in the way that it has. I knew it would come. I didn't think it was going to be 33 or 40% of my business. Wow. Yep. That is, that is remarkable. Yep. Um, wow. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about mindset because I know right now is, I think a, it's a good topic for 
a uh, good part of the country, the majority of realtors are staying home uh, either by, by choice or by force. And um, maybe they're not totally sure, you know, how to stay active, how to stay busy, um, what to do, what to talk to clients about. And I know you don't have all the answers, but I, I want to talk, I'd love you to talk uh, to our listeners about what you're doing. Um, how are you staying productive? Is it business as usual? Um, have things changed? And, and what are you doing to just stay active and positive? Yeah, I think it's, again, going back to my, you know, my intro is everything is mindset. You know, it all starts with mindset. So, um, you know, I like to scale it back first and say that, you know, the way that you show up in the world is directly impacted by the things that you do to, to give to yourself or to show love to yourself before you ever show up to the world. And what I mean by that is like, it's the analogy and I've, I've referenced this in the past, but it's the you know, it's to put your mask on on the airplane first before you can put a, anyone else's mask on. Because if you can't take care of yourself and you can't show up healthy 200% and ready to serve everyone else in your world, then, you know, you're, you're not going to have the impact that you're looking to have. So for me, this whole coronavirus, it starts there. Um, so it's about how am I making sure that I'm, I'm doing things, you know, from working out to meditation to kind of this holistic health and, and wellness um, routine that I've implemented through my morning routine to make sure that when I do come in contact with potential clients or prospects that I'm giving them an unbiased opinion essentially that I'm giving them an opinion based on facts and the things that you can control based on a bunch of fluff or a bunch of fear right sure. so for me it's, it's really making sure that I'm grounded and, and formulating these opinions um, and then talking through that specific situation with that client because there's not a one there's not one solution right now in today's world that works for everybody like i i can't tell you if you reach out to me it's a good time to buy or sell like i need to know what other factors are going on in your world um and then be able to hopefully provide a you know prescription to that um so for me you know it all starts with um working on your on your mindset um i i was thinking about this earlier today it's like i've been preparing for a time like this like all those extra nights staying up late, you know, making a few more calls or getting an extra mile in on the treadmill or, you know, going that extra 1% every single day has now gotten me to a point where things start crashing around you. You're very centered because you, you understand who you are at your core, right? So I think by harnessing who you are at your core and then allowing that to extrapolate out into your interactions, you know, your, your relationships and things like that is, is the best thing that all of us can do right now to stay sane, stay healthy, and continue um, staying focused and disciplined when it does come time to work. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's funny, you're talking about um, taking care of yourself. And a lot of times we don't think of uh, things like, well, we, we know that we should exercise and exercise, you know, with, with some weights and we should do some cardio because we know it's a good idea for our overall health. But what, what is oftentimes sort of not talked about as much is you will be able, and Jordan was just talking about this, um, but I want to, I want to dive into it a little bit more because if you exercise your body, you're going to get rid of a lot of extra stress and tension. That's just there, especially right now. Everyone's a little freaked out. We're all freaked out. This is normal. We're all scared. Every, you know, a lot of people are worried about their, their, their jobs and, and, you know, just obviously getting sick and a lot of things. So everyone's got additional stress and fear right now. That's totally normal. Um, and, and exercise is probably more important than ever to help get rid of some of that so that as a real real estate agent, you can show up better for your clients. You actually said that. And I, I was really important to hear, I think, I want just to, to say it again, is 
when you exercise, you're not only giving, you're giving yourself, you know, the, the fuel and, and, and you're going to increase your energy uh, and you're going to probably, you know, have a healthier life as a result, a longer life, but you're also going to be able to show up better for your clients. You know, a lot of that fear and stress might get dissipated through some exercise. And, and that's just a great reason alone, because as Jordan says, he wants to show up for his clients in the best possible condition. Um, yeah. and, and that means he has to take care of himself first. Um, and so I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an analogy guy, and I think this paints a picture for people. And, you know, and I've talked about it again in the past, uh, but like the difference between being like at the flag and the flagpole. So right now, everyone is the flag. You know, there's wind, there's wind and the flag is flapping all over the place, right? But what happens in a storm? You know, the flagpole stays completely straight up and down yeah. and, and the wind or the, the flag flaps like crazy. So the meditation, the working out, the journaling, the gratitude, yeah your morning routine, your, 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 your night routine at the end of the day to make sure you're kind of, you know, bookending your day, like all of that yeah. creates a stronger flagpole so that yes. people don't see you as the flag. They know they can go to you for, um, you know, advice and to consult with and, and to know that you're going to be a strong and grounded opinion. So I think all these things allow you to, again, show up as that flagpole versus that flag. And then therefore you can, um, you know, really make a positive impact for those, those other people. I agree that I guess that's where that expression becoming unflappable comes from, right? <laughs> it's that it's the same, uh, same metaphor. And, yeah. and, and yeah, and you have to practice. And now what a great opportunity to start to develop those habits of taking care of yourself. Uh, and, and also you should be taking care of your clients too. But what a great opportunity. And, and if anyone out there has not familiar with the book, uh, Miracle Morning um, by Hal Elrod, which um, I, I actually a uh, big, big fan of. It actually walks you through a, a six-step process, including meditation, exercise, journaling, reading, uh, visualization, affirmations, et cetera. And, and it just, it's a simple thing. You can modify it to your own, uh, you know, your own preference, but it's, it's a great way just to, to center yourself and get, get ready for the day and also to do at the end of the day. Um, how did I do today? Uh, and to forgive yourself when you make mistakes. Like, okay, I didn't have a great day. I didn't get to the gym or I didn't, I was supposed to call back those two clients and I didn't, but I'm going to do better tomorrow. And, and, and just, you know, setting yourself up and, and you're right. It's don't let, don't let the wind just happen to you, right? Like the wind's going to happen. That's, that's going to happen. And it's like, are you going to be the flag or the flagpole? So I appreciate that. Metaphor. DJ, the morning routine I would say is it's something I'm incredibly passionate about. It's yeah. been one thing I've implemented probably four to five years ago. And, and yes, I missed days. It, it sure. modified, but always being able to have that to go back to. And, and when I execute that, I wake up at 5 a.m. You know, I do my, my exercise. I do the savers, right? The yeah. Silence. So you're, so he's referencing Miracle Morning by yeah. Elrod. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you do the silence, you do the affirmations, visualization, yeah. exercise, reading, and then journaling. Yeah. You're, you feel like Superman, you know, you can yeah. go that whole day. You're so fired up because you've already taken the time to give back to yourself. Right. So if anyone listening to this, they, they're struggling to get a morning routine together. Like, I love talking people through it because I see the, the change it makes on, on their life. Um, and then that then creates that ripple effect for them to help somebody else out. Um, so if there's one thing I would recommend for both business success and just life, like being happy and, and joyful, it's the morning routine and, and the miracle morning is a great start. Yeah, it, it's, it, it is. And it's always, you know, it's again, life is going to happen, right? Bad things are coming. Good things are coming. Everything's coming. And the question is, is what can I do to get myself in the right state to be able to handle 
the good and the bad as it happens. And, and, and mindset is, is, is the key to that. And spending some time early in the morning is, is a good idea because it's typically when we're not being bothered by uh, maybe other family members, um, our, sp- our spouses, our significant others, um, and, and emails and, and, and everything else. The world hasn't started uh, knocking at our door quite yet if, if you get up early enough. And you, right. can, you can spend that time and give sure. it to yourself and, and it pays dividends. You will just show up better. You're just gonna have a better life. It's really that simple. Um, so th- I'm glad we're talking about that. All right, I also wanna talk, uh, uh, because we're really talking about some, some fundamentals related to discipline. And I know discipline obviously is important for you, but you are also training uh, for an Ironman, which is so far beyond my comprehension. Uh, but I am so impressed with people who do that. Can, can you talk a little bit about the, the discipline it takes to do that and, and how it relates, if at all, to what you're doing in your business? It 100% relates. Um, and that's ultimately why I decided to do the Ironman in general. Um, so, yes, I'm, so I'm doing the Madison, Wisconsin, as of now, Ironman, September 13th, this, later this year. And, um, it's the full 140.6. So it's... Uh, you know, it's 2.4 mile swim followed by a 112 mile bike ride and then finishing with a marathon. So 26.2 miles. So it adds up to 140.6 miles. And yeah, so at the beginning of the year, I was looking at my goals, looking at, um, you know, everything I wanted to accomplish. And I don't know if you've ever read, but there's an awesome book out there and anybody in KW knows it. it's called The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Pavazan. Yes. Great One book. of the best business books in general, not real estate related at all. And and so I was thinking, well, okay, if I could really sum up every single thing in my life to one thing that I need to focus on moving into 2020, not knowing that all this crazy stuff was going to happen this year, but um, it, it, it came back and, and as I peeled back the onion, it became the Iron Man because I knew that something of this type of um, scope, you know, something that large that I knew I was going to have to put that much time, discipline and energy into it was going to force discipline into every other area of my life. Yeah. 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 Cause that's some people that's for them. It's a full-time job preparing for the Ironman. Yeah. I mean, it's no joke. It's, you know, some, some days it's two hours, you know, working out some days it's four. Um, and, and some days going in the future, it might be five or six, right. As you get closer and closer yeah. to it. So that makes me wake up with the intention, wake up with, with purpose, get all the things that make me feel good done in the morning um, like the morning routine that we were talking about. And then now I know when I'm at work, like, Hey, I have this amount of time and, and it pushes me to help time block and batch things because I know that later that night I asked, I got to go back to the gym and get another two hours in. Right. So there's no longer, there's a quote out there that talks about like all work will fill, um, or, or all work will expand to fill the time allowed. Right. If, if you give yourself nine hours to do something, you're going to, you're going to take nine hours to do it. You right. give yourself an hour and then the next hour you're doing something else, you're going to finish it in an, hour, in an hour. So that was kind of the mindset I had going into it. And then, um, yeah, the actual training itself, it's, it's super cool because it's, it's something that I get better at every single day. I have breakthroughs every single day and I'm constantly going past limits and ceilings that I, that I previously thought were like the limit. Right. Right. Um, and I think all that applies to business and especially like putting yourself in, you know, getting comfortable in uncomfortable situations and knowing that there's always more in the tank. Um, I think that allows me to then it, it translates into every single area of my life, not just business, but also in the time I spend with my loved ones, making sure I'm present doing things. Yeah. Um, and it's just at the end of the day, it's, it keeps me healthy too. 
which is awesome. Yeah, that's, is it, is it been obviously uh, some of your trainings, I'm sure uh, been modified and, and maybe you're not able to train it at where you'd like to right now, I'm guessing. Yeah. So I've been, I've been modifying, I can't swim right now, but there's right. band exercises or shoulders exercises. Um, you know, I can, I can, someone told me I shouldn't be doing this, but I've been going on runs outside, um, keeping my distance, but you know, sure. whatever. Um, and then biking, I have an indoor bike. Um, but that, that example in itself is, is exactly why it applies to life too, because no one knew that this curveball sure. was going to get thrown at us. So it's about yeah. learning how to pivot, pivot the training, do things differently to supplement, you know, what you would have done to, to achieve the same result. Yeah. And, and so I, I'd also like to talk about, um, you know, what realtors could be doing right now, being that most of us are at home, um, you know, we're sitting around, what are you, uh, what are you doing to keep your business running? Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say this is what you should do. I'm just going to say, this is what I, what I am sure. doing. Um, and this is based on some feedback from other people and things like that. So, um, I, I wrote a few things down because I figured this was probably going to come up and I think it's super important right now. So the first thing is dial in your morning routine. I'm not going to spend time on that because we just talked about it, but start building routines. This is a perfect time for, for, you know, we've been for the longest time been building bad habits and good habits, but we've been yeah. building all these habits. So it's easy now to kind of like, if you think about your, yourself, it's almost like a juice cleanse for your life, right? right. So this is challenging not only life, but society to take back all the things that are important to us and get rid of the, the weight, right? So right. now that you have a clean slate, start focusing on what are the things you can, what positive habits, what, what um, beneficial habits can you implement? And then just start stacking those versus, you know, letting all the old ones creep back in, right? So I think that's the first thing. Um, operate on a schedule as if you were going to be going to the office every day. Yes. Um, the next thing that I'm doing is I am going and for the time being, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my annual goal and I'm putting it on the shelf. Um, you know, and, and not to say that things might not turn around in two weeks and all is business as usual. That could happen. But I'm also, I think, I think this is a serious issue. I think it will pass. Um, but I do think that this is something that's going to change the way we operate from now into the future. So, um, so taking that goal, putting it on the, on the, on the counter, on the, um, table and then redefining the, the next 90 day goals. So I think seeing out a month is too far. So go to 90 days, figure out what those goals are, and then break those into monthly goals. From there, break it into weekly goals. And then from there, break it into daily goals. Um, and then it all ultimately, once you get that clarity around those 90-day goals, now you can think about your daily scoreboard. Um, so then I would say every single day, if, if anything, if nothing gets done, make sure you build a daily scoreboard. And those things have to get done. If nothing else gets done, those things get done, the day is a success. So for me, it, it, it's things that are both personal and business. So for me, it's wake up at 5 a.m., write my goals, meditate, check my bank accounts and my budget because I think that's huge. I, right I, I, do that, I do that as well. Yeah, especially with this time. And then the last thing that strictly you know, is good for my business is set an appointment. So it's literally just set one appointment a day, do these other four things, and everything will move in the right direction. Um, and then outside of that, the, the last step I would suggest is redefine and rebuild out on your Google calendar. Like you can, you can start a new calendar, call it your perfect week and look at the seven days and say, what do I want my life to look at or look like? 
So making sure you're putting in all your recurring events. You know, if you have workouts, put them in there. If you have phone calls, put them in there. If you're a parent and you have kids with certain obligations, put it all in there. Make sure the big things and the important things get in there first. Um, and then fill in the rest of the time with lead generation activities and things that are going to help grow your business. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. That, thank you. I think that's very helpful for our listeners. This is a great opportunity to build your scoreboard like Jordan has and, and putting every area of your life in there, you know, talk about, you know, put some spiritual goals, put some social goals, put some emotional goals, physical goals and, and business goals. And, 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 you know, I've never been a big fan of, of ultimately a goal. Like I, my end goal is to achieve X. I've always been more, for me, what's always been better is what direction am I heading and what are the daily disciplines to get there? And I, that's all I ever focus on is, is what do I need to do today? So, you, so you, you start at the end and you work backwards, like Jordan says, and you say, okay, what do I need to do today to win the day? Um, and whatever that means to you. And and, you know, even if it's just, hey, I want to think about my relationship, my primary relationship or, or the relationship I have with my kids or my coworkers or, or my clients or lead generation and just figure out a couple simple behaviors. Because like Jordan's uh, in, you know, in the process of training for an Ironman, and I'm sure to just think about the sheer enormity of that is, is overwhelming to think, uh, maybe not for him anymore, but for the rest of us going, oh my God, he's doing a hundred plus miles, uh, you know, in three different sports, simul almost, Still there you know, me, trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you don't have to think about that because all you have to think about is today I have to do, you know, three things around training and I just have to, and those aren't easy either, but it's a lot easier to think about that than to try to uh, imagine accomplishing this massive physical feat that you're going to do because you did all the daily activities what i do um, in, in my workouts is i'll do like okay the next 20 minutes focus on the next 20 minutes exactly the next 20 minutes the next 20 and you can easily do that in business set your yes. timer just recurring non-stop essentially on your phone every 20 minutes when the bell goes off work focused for 20 minutes take a five minute break walk around get a drink of water meditate do whatever you need to do make a phone call text people and then jump back into that 20 minute time block. I forget what it's called. There, there's a there's uh, Pomodoro, the Pomodoro technique. Yeah. So yeah. doing things like that, I think are going to help. And then I don't want to forget to say like actual tactical things to do with your data or to do with your business. Like you, you, you got to call people right now. You got to, yes. you got to check in on people. You get, and I think it's not a conversation about real estate. Of course, let them ask you if it comes up in conversation, what your perspective is and give an educated response. Um, and so you got to know what's going on around you, but it's about figuring out how to do it. If there's any way you can help, um, and just reach out, letting them know that you're there in any way, shape or form. Right. Yeah. And then the way that I'm structuring that in my business to figure out who I'm calling every day. And of course there's people in my database and, you know, I know a lot of agents listening to this, but any clients, like everyone equals or matters the same, but you got to have a system for how you reach out to people. So what I'm doing is I'm basically we started pivoting over to a new CRM, like right around the same time of all this going down. So I'm taking all of my people from my old CRM, putting them in my new one. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going through 10 records a day. So 10 contacts a day, filling in as much information I can about these people. So their birthdays, their email addresses, home addresses, whatever I have on them, um, social media profiles, and then filling that, that card out and then giving them a call or shooting them a text, checking in on them. So just breaking it down again to 10 people a day, you know, within 70 days, I'm going to be through my whole database of 700 people and then everything will be cleaned. You know, it's a good chance to reset your database 
get rid of some of the fluff and then focus on the people that are really important to you in there. Great advice. And I hope everyone uh, is, is listening there. Again, Jordan is, is very um, skilled at breaking things down to, you know, its smallest doable, actionable components, right? So he's even breaking down his time in, into, you know, into smaller chunks because even for some of us, you know, working on something for an hour might be a bit overwhelming. So yeah, break it down into 20 minutes and then congratulate yourself when you made it the 20 minutes. That's not easy to do. And then just keep, you know, take a few minutes and then get back to it. And, and all of a sudden, by the end of the day, you'll have so much accomplished. I, I read a statistic that said the average, I don't know if this is true, um, but it, it's, it seems to be pretty close to true. Probably the average uh, uh, you, you know, office worker really only does about an hour and a half to two hours of work a day, yeah. but they're there for eight hours because you know, they, they, like you were saying, they expand, uh, you, have, you have eight hours to get two hours of work done. But as real estate agents, we don't really have that. We, we have, you know, and it's all up to us. And so you really have to be disciplined and structured. And if you can't be, and not everyone's good at that, is get a partner, get a coach, uh, find somebody that can help hold you accountable. Um, I'm a big fan of coaching and, and uh, you know, you can even find a buddy if you can't afford hiring a coach, find a buddy, find somebody that is struggling like you and you can help each other. DJ, I'm glad you mentioned that, man. Cause that's like, that's the last leg of all this is everyone knows what to do. Every yeah. single person out there knows what to do. And right. it's a matter of stepping in there and, 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 you know, allowing yourself again to get uncomfortable. It's, it's not a lot of people are willing to make the sacrifice of like the short term for the long term benefits. So I think now more than ever, when you can't necessarily be having real estate conversations, you can, don't get me wrong, but it's limited in its scope because there's bigger problems in the world. Now is the time where these small things, like these things from the heart that you're doing, yes. are going to build a bigger business down the road. It's going to build trust, authenticity. Um, you know, all those different things and, and to show empathy and compassion to people right now is that's going to go so far, you know, so such a long way. So I think every day just waking up with, you know, your head down and heart up, Gary Keller mentioned that mm -hmm. head down on, on focusing because it's so easy to get distracted right now with all the zoom webinars and different things going on online and head down on what you know is important and then heart up to be able to help anyone that needs it. Right. So that's kind of how I'm going about my days today. Wonderful. I think that's a great place to wrap up. Uh, head down, heart up. Um, I, I really, uh, I, I think that's what it's what life is all about. So uh, it's uh, it's like that old um, Zen saying. They say, uh, "Before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water." So always got to keep your head down, but keep the heart up as well. It'll guide you uh, into the right spot. And, and right now, everyone is scared. So what a great opportunity for you to let them know you care about them. Um, and guess what? People want to work with people they care that who they know care about them. So. Um, most of the people, um, the service providers I use have not reached out. I get, I get the, you know, generic emails that they send to everyone else, but I'm not getting text messages or phone calls from lots of different providers that I pay money for. You can be the exception to that and you can let people know and, and you have time. So now's a great time to do it. Um, so also I want to, Jordan, for everyone listening, not all everyone who listens is necessarily a real estate professional. Um, but we sometimes have, you know, clients who are interested in working with someone like yourself. If we have any uh, buyers, sellers, renters, investors who are looking uh, to work with you, what's, uh, what's, or if we have agents who want to refer business to you, yeah. since obviously that's a big, big for you, what's the best way they should be reaching out? No, I appreciate that, DJ. Uh, probably the easiest way for anyone that's looking to buy or sell, or if you're trying to get in touch, 
uh, just send me an email, uh, jordan at pileresidential.com, um, or you can go to my website, pileresidential.com. Um, yeah, any locally, and then I can pretty much connect you with anybody across the country to buy or sell if you have those needs as well. Awesome. And also remember to follow Jordan on Instagram. You can find him at jordan.pile, again, P-Y-L-E. So jordan.pile on Instagram and also his website, which he just mentioned, Pile Residential, has links to all of his social media accounts. So you can find him on uh, all the different platforms there. Uh, Jordan, thank you so much. I know uh, you're incredibly busy, not only with your business, training for uh, the Ironman, and then also all the other uh, involvement that you have in leadership positions. So I really appreciate your time. Um, you know, and we're so excited to have had you on the show. And congratulations again on the 30 under 30. Uh, that's a huge nod to you. Um, and, uh, you know, again, just keep up all the great work. And uh, for all of our listeners, um, we have just a quick, quick couple of uh, things we'd like to mention. Number one, please tell a friend. Think about another real estate professional that you know that would benefit from listening to this interview that we just had with Jordan and just tell one other person. Uh, if everyone does that, we'll double our listenership and we, we would appreciate that as well. And then last... Um, to remember to follow us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. We post an article every single day that we find online that's written specifically to help real estate agents grow their practice. And also we do uh, post our episodes there as well. So you can find out what we're doing. So follow us facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. All right. On behalf of Jordan and myself to the listeners, we say thank you for continuing to listen. And on behalf of the listeners and myself, Jordan, thank you for your time and we'll see uh we'll see everyone on the next episode jordan thanks thank you so much dj grateful for you man